Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Camila Cabello singing as Cinderella in the new Amazon Prime original, Cinderella. I I knew that it wasn't like the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. I knew that it wasn't any version of Cinderella that I've seen before. I knew that it would have new songs mixed with old songs in, in a sort of like jukebox musical way. But like, I still wasn't prepared for whatever that is. Well, I think there's also just a very weird cognitive dissonance between the fans of Camila Cabello and like critical, like, like <laughs> it, she's a very confusing She's very figure. confusing. She's because very confusing. Because she has made good songs that are perfect for her voice, but her voice kind of outside the context of the specific songs that work for her, and as well as being in a girl group, which really did work for her and her voice, because she was singing one-fifth of the time. <laughs> <laughs> one-fifth of the time. But, like, has there ever been, sorry, a less, like, kind of baseline talented singer who is quote-unquote the lead of a girl group like she was technically kind of the lead of fifth harmony or like the star of fifth harmony which is so wrong and so insane in retrospect but like yeah and i think a lot of it has fifth harmony and her biggest songs which are probably like senorita and havana but like both of those songs are extremely like robust they're filled with music and texture and sound like she's really she is one voice but she's one voice among a lot of other stuff and so it's here to kind of essentially hear like an isolated vocal track here where you're like oh i didn't know that (laughs) i didn't know that was you it does feel like this movie on top of being incredibly stupid looking doesn't even fit with the star her voice Mm-hmm. what she can bring to the table, which is like oh limited. Which is limited. You know what I'm saying. It's like they're not doing her any favors. Who wrote this? Have they heard Camila Cabello sing before? You know? I don't think it's mean. I think it's just this movie is being promoted all over the place because it has, you know, the Amazon bank account behind it. They obviously, what I find, per, what I think is actually the strangest thing about it is that every piece of content that has come out of this from official channels, from the clips that they're choosing to promote to that terrible flash mob that they did. Flash mobs. Who's doing a flash mob in 2021 in the middle of a pandemic, mind you? You've got James Corden and Adina Menzel and Camila Cabello out on the street in costume. Well, it's just like, blocking I traffic. can't believe they chose a movie that's already like full of gro- like grown-worthy and promoting it with like grown-worthy tactics. Terrible but I guess Bi- it's Billy like, Porter clips? Like what? I guess that it's on theme. Like, sure. Okay. Like it, the movie is gr- is a long groan. Therefore, we have to just keep with the groaning and like the James the James Corden. So what we're talking about is this video that our some of our friends suspect was a plant, which I kind of agree. Yeah, I think like, it's a plant. It was a video taken from the perspective was. of a driver who was caught, quote unquote, in the traffic that's literally right outside this James Corden studio mm-hmm. when they performed the like. Uh, the point is, is that the person taking the video when he like, goes, wow. <laughs> play the the funniest part is when he goes oh wow oh wow okay i got it right here i got it right here (laughs) 
Wow, that is because James Gordon is dressed as a rat and he's doing some sort of disgusting air humping, like real, real nasty move coming from James Gordon dressed as a rat. And the driver goes, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like, it's just so, oh, wow. Oh, that is James Gordon in a rat suit shaking his crotch at my face. But I do, somebody, one of our friends too was like, I think the seeding of this viral moment backfired because then James Corden retweeted and was like, uh, spoiler alert, like this is happening. So it's like on the show this week, clearly because it comes out on Friday. Okay. Yeah, it comes out on Friday. I mean, I'll have to watch because I'm so intrigued by this. What are the odds this is going to be any good? I'll say. Impossible. Impossible. Impossible, impossible, impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if that's the right question to ask, but moving on, let's actually start the show instead of just like taking a fat dump on the Amazon Prime Cinderella. We're going to keep our conversation in the movie realm because we got a new movie star in town. Let me tell you something. You, You calling these two things movies is generous, but sure. They're the movie I'll format. call them both movie stars. Camila Cabello and Reed Drummond are probably equally talented in front of a camera. We have Reed Drummond is starring. 100%. In terms of <laughs> acting ability, like these are, they're equally matched. You're mm-hmm. so correct. Perfectly matched. Discovery Plus sets first original movie with Food Network's candy-coated Christmas exclusive. That's from Variety a few days ago. And Reed Drummond from her own blog wrote, Hey, I'm going to be in a Christmas movie. Is this a dream? That's on her own blog. She's not starring in it she is a side character and it sounds like she's literally going to play someone named d rummond but i i do think that this (laughs) makes sense she's like they're like they're like reed drummond's gonna be in a christmas movie but it's on tv she has a small part and her name is essentially d rummond (laughs) it rhymes with her name and she's playing literally let me read it she's playing a small town bakery owner bakery owner (laughs) I play Just a small like, town bakery owner. He he. My character's name rhymes with Re, and it's a relatively small support, supporting role, but a fun one. There are some darling and amazing actors in the lead parts, and the story itself is so, so sweet and romantic. It's just happy and fun. It will get you in the holiday spirit, just like all good holiday movies do. I do feel like the only press these movies get are, we made a Jewish one, we made a gay one, and we casted oh, we this put person Fran from the show that one. you love. Yeah. yeah, they're running out of of notability in this way, and they need to figure out new ways to exactly create, like new and notable movies because they're all the same plot, which is fine. But how do we judge these things up? It's all this big vat of eggnog with a you know yeah. a little dispenser. Oh, we in added there. nutmeg, and then oh, oh no, added, they're just um, putting it in a different chili. mug. Oh, this mug has Chad Michael Murray on it. This mug has Reed Drummond on it, and it's like it's all the same fucking eggnog, you know. And let me tell you something: that eggnog is not spiked, so it's like, what's the point? Why am I even drinking this? But one day when they run out of options, it might be because it's like, <laughs> who knows? Maybe they'll show a tit oh. one day. Disney Discovery Plus to air first original Christmas movie with penetrative sex. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh probably- yay! Can you imagine it? Okay, what's I was just gonna say something, but then I realized that's what porn is. It's like, what if it was just the exact plot and format and structure and timing of a Hallmark movie, but when they have sex, it's like real sex. No, but the thing is, the sex would always be at the very end because it's very chaste. It's like, well, now that we're in a committed relationship and married, now we can have, now we can fuck. And so it's like, okay. Like, the last five minutes of every new Hallmark movie is just full-on explicit sex. We're not inventing, like, new porn. I know that's, like, every (laughs) type of porn exists, but I do think it would be so funny if it just got to the point If Pornhub got into the the whole industry of, of Christmas movies. I do think that this is kind of what porn used to be like (laughs) until the internet do you know what i mean where it was like this long form movie format where there was like plot yeah (laughs) you go to the movies something i love about this discovery plus christmas movie news is that it was first reported in variety and so 
the way it is discussed is like very insidery and tradey. And so they have an interview with the chief lifestyle brands officer of Discovery. Her name is Kathleen Finch. And she's very like, she's not keeping her cards close to her chest here. She's telling you exactly why this movie was made. And it's sort of thrilling to hear her discuss it so openly. Let me read this. It's been a dream of ours to do this for a long time, Finch told Variety. Not only do we have the Discovery Plus platform to put the movie on, what's exciting is that we have giant cable networks and digital platforms that we can really use to promote this movie in a supersized way. Discovery plans to create a host of supplemental content around Candy Go to Christmas, such as recipes and other materials for Food Network. The chance to do a feature-length movie is a good example of how Discovery Plus is allowing Discovery's long-established cable brands oh to expand into new genres and new God. forms of content. The hope is that Candy Coded is a model for more special efforts around big promotable events such as the holidays. Now that we've got Discovery Plus, it's the perfect opportunity to stretch our niche content envelope, Finch said. It's a great opportunity opportunity oh. to break into new and different forms of content and leverage oh. our audience base and it's like i cannot wait to see what this does to discovery plus like we did not need the pitch deck on that one like that was <laughs> truly ripped from the meeting that they had to promote this i'm pissed because i'm just i just realized as you were obviously talking through this i just assumed this was like hallmark or lifetime now we have discovery plus so like it's discovery plus this, this is their first the, movie the expansion of the christmas tv movie thing is just getting unwieldy like now we have like every single network is like has to have one or seven or something mm -hmm. so you're really like crowding the field this is like when george clooney went on friends you know this is the oldest game in the book of course they're gonna do this i mean it's just very it's like cross network promo shit or whatever it's like the golden girls living next door to the empty nest house you know it's a tale as old as time <laughs> christmas sausages Talk about a retro recipe. I'll do a little switcheroo of the pans. And the first ingredient of the sauce, appropriately, is cranberry sauce. This is just straight out of a can, my friends, so <laughs> we are not getting too fancy around here. Dog the Bounty Hunter is in the middle of some personal drama because he is getting married to a new woman who people say Every... looks like his ex or widow. First of all, her name's not even in this description, by the way. Her name's Francie Fane. <laughs> <laughs> wait, let's just wait, let just put this back in. I think that the woman you're thinking of is this woman whose name is Francie Fane. So. It's my favorite name in the world. Her name's Francie Fame. Francie Francie Fane. Francie Francie Fane. Francie Frain. Francie Francie Frane. Yes. Wait, Fan Fran. Oh my God, this is Francie F R A N C I E. Frame, frame, like frame with an N. Wait, her name is Francie Frame. Yes, I cannot think of a worse. Here's your one chance, Francie. Don't let me down. I'm sorry, but Francie Frame is the most dissonant name I've literally ever come across. It is imp impossible and unpleasant to say. She's sort of got like a uh, Nancy Travis sitcom queen, Nancy Travis, mixed with Taya Leone, mixed with. Dog the Bounty Hunter's uh, deceased late wife, Beth Chapman. She's those three women combined together Wait. to be given the worst name. Actually, the greatest name I've ever heard. Francie Frank. Back to her name for just one Francie second. Frank. Isn't there a, isn't that, there's, isn't there something called Francie Payne? That's like um, a, a marshmallow. Francie Payne. Francie Pan. Francie Pan. Francie Pan. It's no, Francie Pan. Isn't it like that's Frangipan. almond paste? Isn't it almond paste? Frangipan. Frangipan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. It makes me think her name is Fran Frangipan. <laughs> anyway, this woman is completely enamored with Dog. They're going to get married soon. It, the marriage is imminent. I think they've already gotten the, the marriage license at the courthouse. There's a really great photo of them sitting nice on a... It is nice because they're both widowers, widow mm -hmm. and widowers. They both have a deceased spouse so they they can bond over that and i do think this drama with dog <laughs> i hate calling him dog with dog and his kids has a lot more to do than new mom vibes oh There's absolutely like he does sort of many seem different like things saying like guy. oh they disagree on politics they disagree on this they disagree on that but it is weird that the first headline that the daily mail ran with this which was that they that she looks too much no no they think because they look too much like beth Dog the Bounty Hunter, colon, two of his daughters are not invited to a September wedding to Francie, and they think it is because they look like his late wife, Beth, who died in 2019. But he says he still loves them. I'm sorry, but calling Francie by her first name as if we A, know who she is, if she's a character that we've already been introduced to and know is crazy to me. Dog the Bounty Hunter is the opposite of Mononymous. Like, he's always Dog the Bounty Hunter. Francie 
there is sort of a weird disconnect there. You're right. To go from dog to bounty hunter and my wife, Francie. <laughs> As reported, two of the reality star's daughters were not invited to his upcoming wedding to Francie yeah. Frain. <laughs> Every time I say her name, it's so good. Francie Frain. First of all, also country name. Very Due country. to a personal issue, now Bonnie Chapman, one of the snubbed daughters, is opening up about being left out of the nuptials. She thinks the issue came from her support of Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. So now... They said it was, oh, she looks too much like Beth. Now they're saying, we actually like, I think it's because we disagree about this issue, which is like. I think that the actual nugget is in the next paragraph because it says her, she says that her activism is what led to their falling out. But yeah. then she says, as well as her connection to her famous papa's former network, Unleashed oh, TV. According to Bonnie, fired UTV him. fired dog for using racial and homophobic epithets. Yeah, fuck But dog. she stayed there. And so he was probably like. Family loyalty, you have to leave the place that fired me, and she didn't. And totally. so I bet he's angrier at that. In text to Bonnie obtained by TMZ, Dog's fiance made it clear that Bonnie and stepsister Cecily were not invited to the wedding yeah. because they were still working with the network, mm-hmm. an act that Dog apparently felt was a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Francie Frayne. Francie Frane. I'm team uh, team the daughters. I'm team the daughters, but uh, I'm fascinated by Francie Frane. Introduce me to this woman sitting next (laughs) to you holding your hand. Brother Kevin, this is Francie Frane, soon to be Francie Chapman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. We have more relationship news. A lot of relationship news, actually. We're going to go through it quickly. we have to skim through this like a like a stone skipping through water. We just have to like, like gracefully run through these. Gavin Rossdale is dating a new woman, and that woman's name is Gwen, but her last name is not Stefani. Her last name is Singer, but she's not a singer. <laughs> I'd love to read the way that Pop Bitch, the Pop Bitch newsletter, put it as just this is all they the need, this is all you need to say. After 14 years of marriage to singer Gwen Stefani, Gavin Rossdale's new girlfriend is called Gwen Singer. <laughs> He's dating a woman whose name is Gwen Singer. But she's not a singer. But it's his ex-wife's name and job. And job. That's like like if you broke up with me and then you married a woman named Lindsay Podcaster. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's crazy. Lindsay Podcaster. (laughs) Like, think about it in terms of any other job and name. She's 26, Lindsay Podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) What if you broke up with, like, you know, a lawyer named Sam, and then you married a man named Sam Lawyer. That's weird. Like, I just need to keep replicating this to show you how weird it is. Oh, I get how weird it is. <laughs> okay. It's weird instantly. This headline, Gavin Rossdale, 55, dating glamorous model Gwen Singer, 26, who is six years younger than his daughter Daisy Lowe and a dead ringer for his ex-wife Gwen Stefani. Let me tell you something. I don't know what the opposite of a dead ringer is. Like, uh, what is the opposite of a dead ringer? A, si- a-, a living ringer? She looks nothing like Gwen Stefani. She She's looks, blonde. Not only does she look nothing like Gwen Stefani, both women are blonde, but like they're fake. Both of them, both women are fake blonde, which mm-hmm. is fine. A lot of women are fake blonde. A lot of men are fake blonde. They chose two photos in which these women could not look less alike. They chose a photo in which Gwen Stefani is wearing a perfectly fine, uh, off the shoulders white uh, frilly dress. Really right? frilly, she has frilly, her hair. frilly dress. She has her hair up. It's dip dyed at the bottom. Classic Gwen Stefani. She's wearing jewelry. They put that right next. This is to show you how much, quote unquote, alike these women look. This woman is wearing yellow bikini, barely covering her nipples. A The bikini bottom, which she is pulling up so you can see her like crotch tattoo. She's like, giving a herself sexy... a, she's giving off a, quad, a crotch wedgie. A crotch she's wedgie. She's giving herself a little bit of a yes. sexy wedgie. And these, I'm just saying it's like, they're like, wow, these women could be sisters. Put a photo of them next to each other. They look like they're not even distantly related, you know? <laughs> it's just so fun. It's just like, wow, like they look just alike. It's like, no. Uh-huh. Gwen Stefani, Gwen Stefani looks great, but it's but this woman is clearly not Gwen Stefani. Maybe they're, like her. maybe they're dead ringers for each other on like a spiritual level, like on like an internal level. Like maybe they're really lovely underneath it all, you know? That's not what they're saying. Yeah, okay. Okay. I was just <laughs> trying to quote a Gwen Stefani song. Oh. <laughs> Raph Law's dating a new woman, but that woman used to date Brooklyn Beckham. 
I just cried because Ju- uh, it's Draft Law's Jude Law's son, aka the guy who hooked up with Rita Ora when she started the they started in the Twist thing together, the Twist remake, Oliver Twist. It was just called Twist. And Daily Mail opens up because like could not remember who this woman was, but knew she was a thing. They reminded me immediately. Brooklyn Beckham's ex Hannah Cross is said to be 100% dating Rafferty Law, with the pair kissing and cuddling at a recent event. Okay. What I'm saying is I appreciate that heads up. Right. They did They did the how. work because you were like, I, this is triggering something within me, but I'm not quite sure what. Well, what is it? Yes. Yeah. Hannah Cross. And this is it. This Speaking is it. of Beckham boys, I actually don't love this, but Cruz Beckham, the youngest Beckham son, is dating a mystery woman. And it's just like, oh my God, he's 16. The Daily Mail covering this kid revealed Cruz Beckham goes public with First Romance at Reading Festival at his, as his girlfriend is unveiled at Kate Moss's as Kate Moss's bridesmaid and celeb dietitian's daughter Bliss Ch- Wait, this is new. Oh, this is new since we put it in here. What celeb dietitian? She was a mystery woman last night when we dropped this in the dock. Now she's a celeb dietitian's daughter? What? Oh. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm like, now how I'm is interested she a dietitian? Again. She's 16 years old. Uh, oh, they must have gotten permission, right? I, I, I Because isn't that how it works? You blur the kids? Because this guy's fucking 16 years old, and this girl is 15, and she's a celebrity dietitian's daughter. Can we please go back to the fact that she's a celebrity dietitian's daughter? I don't even want to say her name. I don't even want to, like, get into that, but just, like... That's David Beckham and Victoria Beckham's son is dating Kate Moss's bridesmaid and celeb dietitian's daughter. No, uh, no, 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 oh my no, God, no, no. Get me out of this place. Take me to this new place and let me stay here. Bill Nye and Anna Wintour finally like love this sort finally. of confirmed their the relationship, op- which has been rumored the opposite, for years. The opposite of what we were just talking about is a mature romance between <laughs> Anna Wintour and Bill Nye. <laughs> God, old Parker, where are you? Give me a movie about this. Never forget when people thought Anna Wintour was dating Bill Nye, the science guy, like very briefly when this first came up months ago. But they've been like. Bill Nye and Anna Wintour have been, like, vaguely dating for years now. Mm -hmm. But I actually like it because I think vaguely dating for an older couple is the perfect arrangement. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what I think this is. That's what I think this is. Just when they're in town together, yeah. exactly the way to go. Yeah, it's like, he's British. She lives in New York because clearly, you know, she runs, still runs Vogue. Lives at a lives. So when she's back home in London, they meet up. They go to dinner. When they're in Europe, they meet up. They go to Italy together. They had so many photos of them, of this meetup, because I think he brought roses. And they were like, the Daily Mail was like, this is like very romantic, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But this is one of those rumors that's like been around for years, years and years and years. But it's true. And I think everyone sort of, everyone who heard the rumor was probably like, that makes sense. Like They maybe have been together this whole time, but they're not like this traditional shacked up couple. Mm-hmm. They're both 71 years old. They're like, we're just having a good time. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand from Anna Wintour's perspective, I mean, I guess I don't understand anything from her perspective, but she's 71. (laughs) She basically runs Condé Nast, some might argue badly, (laughs) at least least controversially. She's a really rich fan. Like, I just, if it just, it's just another, it's just another notch in the, in the column of like, you, not only are you 71, quit working. You're super rich. You don't need to work. People are mad at you at your job. Okay, that's enough of a reason to quit. You're doing bad things. But you're also dating Bill Nye. You spend 100% of your time with Bill Nye. Who wouldn't, you know? I know. He's so cute. But I think you're just, you're glossing over the kind of entire kind of I mean, I know basis the whole thing of is like, what she imbues meaning into and what her, means anything I know to that her she defines her, her, her life by her career. I understand that, but it's just like... Are these two who's or two them? She's a them. Is he a she's who? She's a them. I think is he he's, a them? Is that, that's like, tough. That's really tough. We like put this here with him being the them or with him being the who in a way. I think that she's the them. I think he's the who. Really? Bill Nye? Yeah. Well, okay. You know what? Do you know what proves it? Do you know what proves it? People thinking he was Bill Nye when they heard his yes. name. If people, yep. if I was like, That's Anna Wintour is dating Bill Nye, and you were like, I was, if I said Anna Wintour is dating Bill Nye, and you misheard me, which you could, and say and said Bill Nye, mm-hmm. oh Bill Nye the science guy who actually is also close to her age, which wouldn't be that crazy. Also believable. Believable, and you misheard me. It'd be 
there's probably an 85% chance you would do that. Mm-hmm. It's funny that it took this long for these photos to come out, but I guess maybe they were trying to hide it. They went to like fashion show events together, like, sorry, fashion week events. I don't think they were trying to hide it. I just don't see, I don't think they see each other that often like this in public. And mm-hmm. it's just, they caught them. They do a lot of FaceTiming. They do a lot of FaceTiming. Or she called the press. Or he called the press because he's bringing roses. Imagine the two I'm of them like I... FaceTiming on their giant yeah. iPads. <laughs> <laughs> Every night she's doing the crossword puzzle. Okay, let's not romanticize that relationship uh, no, as I... much. <laughs> uh, okay, we got some another finally. So we have finally confirmed Bill Nye and Anna Wintour finally engaged. Norman Reedus and Diane Kruger. Both of them vaguely are who's, yeah. Kind of. So this is also sort of an air quotes thing because they have been together for like three years. Because remember, she allegedly cheated on Josh Jackson with Norman Reedus. And then oh, that yeah. whole perfect marriage, quote unquote, perfect marriage fell apart. And now Josh Jackson is dating Jody Turner-Smith. And they're like so happy together. Were they ever married? Was he, she ever actually married to uh, I guess Josh they were Jackson? never married. But they were together. They were yeah. like Hollywood's like, look how long they've been together. Look at them. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. so hot and long totally. lasting. Then she and now he's like more happy than he's ever like than he's, he's ever been. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm happy. What was that interview yeah. he just did where they were oh like, oh my god, so like you're incredible. dating Jody Turner Smith, you have a baby, like, but the internet loves you, like everyone thinks you're so sexy. Well, what do you think about that? Part he about... kept being like, all I care is that Jody thinks I'm sexy. All I care about is Jody thinking I'm sexy. The best part about his relationship with Jody is that she's considerably less famous than him, but I think will eventually the in the long run up. be more famous than him, but. It doesn't matter because even though he's the one they're interviewing, all they want to talk about is her Mm -hmm. and not because she's necessarily more famous, but because their relationship is now actually more of a fun thing to talk about than either of them separately and especially him because we've gotten everything out of the Pacey. We've wrung that cloth dry. Like there's no Mm -hmm. need to discuss Pacey anymore or anything like that. So now it's like the headlines and the news come because they're such a cute couple and that's the tab like i just love that that's the focus yeah. of it now you know yeah. and he knows it so he plays into it and i also think he's like oh i'm just like so happy that like i'm happy to just like talk about this like very functioning good relationship i'm in and like our new kid or whatever right. i don't know i just think it's really the shift of like the attention is interesting with him every outlet is reporting that Norman Reedus and Diane Kruger are finally engaged. They're finally engaged. After all these years, they're engaged. We have sources confirming it. The source tells people they uh, the proposal happened, quote, very privately in Atlanta, and they are, quote, very excited to solidify their relationship. But every website clearly reached out to these uh, reps and said, like, can you confirm that this is real? And the rep said, we have no comment. It wasn't even like we got no response. The rep said no comment to everyone. So, like, even now... They're not confirming anything. But I think that everyone must be pretty convinced because every website's going with it. So they must have pretty close sources confirming it. I think it's also kind of just like shitty because it's like we're so obsessed with these two being like engaged. Like they've been together for like a while. It's fine. Like yeah. the the like obsession with them being engaged. It's just funny like to be I guess it's just like another news blip, another thing to talk about. But like who gives a shit if they're engaged it's the I same mean, thing with like sandra bullock or like you know these these stars that are have these long-term like boyfriends and girlfriends and it's like are they yeah. engaged are they married are they whatever are they partnered it's like oh who fucking cares yeah well i also think just like the, the physicality of these relationships is important and i think worth mentioning because you have like diane kruger and josh jackson like these very traditionally handsome hollywood good look looking people she dumps josh jackson who is everyone's like internet crush like childhood yeah. crush for yeah. a guy who is kind of weird looking like in turn in by hollywood standards this gruff guy with long hair kind of always looks greasy Sure. A surprising, but a surprising the guy. Star of like the number one, show but the star on of the number one show on television. And so she's like, too. I'm dumping this guy that everyone says on paper is perfect for me for this guy. And not only am I dumping it for this guy, I'm gonna have what looks like a much more passionate relationship with this guy. Yeah, and then, right. and then Josh Jackson is like, okay, well, I'm also gonna date like a literal model. I'm gonna date someone. I'm gonna move on and with someone who is extremely hot. And we're both going to have kids. Like it's, there's, <laughs> Immediately. Everything about it is like interesting um, and also, kind everything of weird about it for Hollywood. Is, but, but everything about it is like almost the closet case second like rebound relationship yeah. that turns into a real one after the, after the one that everyone mm. thought was like the one. You know, it almost mm. feels like it, it doesn't feel that crazy. Yeah. I think it's just crazy that it was all in the public eye or whatever. 
Yeah, and also I think them not giving much about it, like the fact that both that, I don't know, Diane Kruger has been sort of cagey this whole time has made it all the more fascinating. Like it just shows that like not saying shit is always the right move. Even if it's frustrating oh, yeah. from like a viewer from a viewer's perspective. Meanwhile, um, okay. Meanwhile, they're quote unquote engaged because sources say they are, but reps for the couple had no comment, no and comment. I don't think they ever will. Who they will never have shit? comment. Right. It's like why do you it even have a job? It, it happened very privately in Atlanta. They are very excited to solidify their relationship. It's like yeah. okay, relax. Yeah. They are also moving to the East Coast. Interesting note. Moving on, one of the last relationship things, we have a denied relationship, which is really funny. <laughs> so there was this event on Saturday night. I like that we had. Um, new relationship, rumored relationship, uh, confirmed confirmed engagement, and denied relationship. Denied relationship, which is so funny on so many levels. So over the weekend, there was a there was a party at the 4040 Club, Jay-Z's Club in Manhattan. Which is so funny because 4040 Club's in Flatiron, which I always think is so funny. The it's like across from that like fried chicken place that's amazing. It's literally like... At Italy, it's like you're walking to like go to Verizon to like pick up your phone from getting serviced or whatever, and you walk by Forty Forty Club. It's like Lindsay, isn't that where your like isn't that where your phone got stolen and you were and you were watching it go away on Find My Friends? Oh my God, Bobby, don't traumatize me. And you watched the phone just zoom away on fun. I left my phone in the bathroom of the dearly departed store. What was it called? The 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 Danish store where you bought tchotchkes? Flying Tiger. Oh my God. Which doesn't exist anymore, but you could buy like incredible trash. You and, buy like, 100 things for like $30 total. It was perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect place. And honestly, I miss it dearly. Okay. But the 4040 Club. <laughs> Anyways, it was at the scene of the 4040 Club. The 4040 Club. But the 4040 Club is literally across the street from that chicken place that we used to go to all the time. Right? Yeah. 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 Hill, what was it so called? There. Hill Country Chicken? Hill Country Chicken. Oh. Oh it's my God! They're chicken iron. tendies. It couldn't be any closer. It's across the street from Shake Shack and Italy and Mary Mecco. I don't know. It's just it's just in the middle that, of like that Rizzoli bookstore where it's like who? How is it still open? <laughs> Who's going in there and I'm buying just saying, these coffee table books? Okay. You think the Fifty Fifty Club would be in a more glamorous 40, 40. zone? It is actually in the most nine to five zone that's ever existed. Forty you know? Forty Forty Club. Anyway, so the Forty Forty Club opened. Uh, 18 years ago, I think that's when it was. That's um, yeah. crazy. And so they were having the 18th anniversary, which I think is so strange. Have you ever been to the 4040 Club? Have I been to a club? No, I haven't been to the okay. 4040 Club. Haven't you been to the 4040 Club? Yeah, I went to a 2 Chains album release party oh, at the yeah, 4040 yeah. Club once. The 4040 Club celebrated its 18th anniversary. Very strange number for celebrating a birthday, but they sell, they had this big party at the 4040 Club. I was looking at the Getty images. Megan was there. I think Megan was there. Party was there. Was like a lot of famous Lil Uzi Vert was there. Okay. A lot of people were there, um, but including, including, uh, oh, Remy Ma was there too. They had a very nice, yeah. like beautiful step and repeat. Anyway, it's a big deal. This party's a big deal. A lot of people, like yeah. industry people are there. And I can't so, believe Joe the, Budden got this invite. Joe Budden, Joe Budden. Well, Joe Budden's podcast is huge. So like, I know that's he managed to parlay like a vaguely successful like rap career into like a huge a podcast empire. Big podcast. So right. like, but he's kind of like, he's kind of like vaguely. People are vaguely uncomfortable with him, but yeah, totally. Yeah, he's so a personality he, now. So he's there for ten seconds, according to. Snow like whispered something into Snow's ear because it's a party. So he's like speaking to her in this one photo that exists. Snow, so Allegra, Snow Allegra, who is a singer, she has a couple of songs that are she's really the who good. in this equation. I mean, I guess she's if we're, the who. He's kind of is he in that? Uh, he's maybe cuspy. He's that, I think he's story. arguably them because that podcast is so is fucking too. big now. But they're on the step and repeat, and he like goes to whisper something into her ear, mm-hmm. and. If it's another context, it would look like he was maybe about to kiss her on the cheek, which maybe he actually was if they were greeting each other. But she's looking directly at the camera, almost like they're there together. And I guess he talked about her on the podcast, like being a fan or whatever. Yeah, he talks so about her on his podcast like, a lot, apparently. And oh, like Snow and Snow and Joe, like <laughs> Snow and Joe, like they're getting it. So they got it. the thing is, like, I... Th- I do believe that Snow saw like one annoying comment or one annoying tweet where they were like, what was that photo about? Like, what's Joe trying to do here? But she, 
really went off and tweeted this after this photo was published. But so I run into Joe Budden and speak like, to him for 10 okay. seconds at an event. A pic was taken and now people say we are dating. Question, 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 question. You guys are actually insane. Get a life. <laughs> I just love this. And then literally somebody tweeted, this is Nuff said NY. Literally no one said anything about Joe Budden and Snow Allegra dating and she put out a whole press release statement at 2.46 a.m. And then somebody got that and she wrote not said y'all at y'all board, which is a great Twitter name. Now she posted on IG, Twitter, Snap and Facebook, LMAO. And she retweeted that and wrote like, skull, skull, like, skull, 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 skull. Like she understands that she spoke too soon. But I get, yeah. I can get being annoyed, but I also am thrilled that she had a sense of humor about it at the end of this. No, it's so funny. She Streisand affected it, then was embarrassed that she Streisand affected it. I think this is actually a rare instance of the person who Streisand affected it acknowledging the fact that they fucked up. Because usually you just dig in, you know, like you get red-pilled and you're like, you were all crazy. I have to say, get a life is like one of my favorite exclamations. And her, her screaming, get a life on Twitter get is a life. really good. It's so funny. I love it. No, it's great. It's perfect. Great job. Okay. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin- It's time. It's linen season, honey. Oh. oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. It's, it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my made bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Let's move on to Dancing with the Stars. We got two big Dancing with the Stars announcements for season. Hold on to your butts. 
30. I don't know how the show works. <laughs> how are there 30 seasons of this? I ask this every time. It's I'm not much older than the amount of seasons Dancing with the Stars, but I don't I don't think Dancing with the Stars has been on for my entire life. Like, how does this work? I think they just do two to three seasons a year, so it just... Okay. And we have the two, I guess, flashiest announcements that have been revealed so far for the season are Suni Lee and Jojo Siwa, as in Bojojo. So Suni Lee... Yes, it's... They got... I will say that it's just two... First of all, these are two good... Dance with Stars manages to pull out a few very good press re- casting press release moments I, I like every season. I think they have a good season. budget. I think they also have a good budget. Well, I just think that they're good. The casting, somehow there's always someone in the news that they can get, whether it's like fucking um, Joe Exotic or like... Or Chriselle you know, Stouse. Yeah, something like somebody who's in the news will always, always do Dancing with press. the Stars. Because also I think it's like now like Vems have done Dancing with the Stars too and really enjoyed it. And it like it is kind of a good it kind of is a good experience all around. It's like fun. It's like it's not really embarrassing. And they work around your schedule allegedly where it's like, oh, I can only do three weeks. And it's like, well, then we'll vote you off in three weeks. Don't worry about it. And learning (laughs) to dance is like kind of inspiring. And if it feels good when you're able to figure it out or do or maybe they make you look good. They always make you look good. You Mm -hmm. know, even if you're bad, they kind of do make you look good. Yeah. So. Anyways, they got the kind of Olympic star that isn't um, what's her face because we didn't have a lot of Olympic breakouts this year. We were because talking the Olympics a lot were about weird. the Olympics were so strange. The Olympics were weird, but we also had we were very much distracted by a lot of things having to do with the Olympics that really didn't have to do with the people in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And also, God, now her name is slipping out of my brain. But the gymnastics Simone Biles? star who. But and then Simone Biles kind of took over the headlines for like most of like the gymnastics run. But if you did pick, care about maybe a little bit beyond the headlines, Suni Lee was like the other star, mm-hmm. right? And it's just it's funny because any other year Suni Lee would have been all over the press. She would have been everywhere. And this year, for reasons beyond her control, she just wasn't. And so I think it's cool that she's getting this next opportunity. And it's like. How can you go wrong? You just can't go wrong. Also, she's a gymnast, so she's going to be good at this. Well, you know, it's always... Dancing with the Stars is always hilarious because it's... Once they started letting athletes do it, it was like, they're going to fucking sweep. You know, like, they're all good at this. They even let professional dancers do it. Or, like, Paula Abdul types who were professional dancers. What I'm really laughing at is that the other news-breaking person who is arguably a them is Jojo Siwa's doing Dancing with the Stars with a female partner, which is incredible. It's the first Dancing with the Stars same-sex dancing couple. But what's so funny and so unfair about this, even though I support it completely, is that Jojo Siwa literally is a professional dancer. She's from Dance Moms. She's really good at dancing. Like, mm-hmm. how is this even allowed? <laughs> I mean, you have a, a Olympic medalist and a professional dancer. Like, these are the two to beat, right? What's what's kind of upsetting is that I because it's a voting-based show, I worry if Bojojo is not going to do well because America is going to be like, oh, same-sex, like, dancing couple makes me feel weird or whatever. I'm not used to this. Because, like, who watches and votes for this show, you know? Like, we watch, like, episode two, you know, two episodes and, like, move on with our lives. Yeah. But then also producers I- can, like, skew anything they want to. Like... <laughs> The producers yeah. can decide, can make the final call, you know? Yeah. Bojo Joe on Dancing with the Stars is is such a duh, but like she is going to be years, eons beyond anyone who they get who's like an actor or like whatever else they did normally. Even mm-hmm. a gymnast. Even a gymnast. Do you think the two translate? Um, I feel like I'm just going to try and do what I normally do. I mean, it's very different than gymnastics, but it's obviously not going to be as difficult as doing gymnastics was. So I'm really <laughs> excited because I get kind of just get to have fun and let loose. Yeah, I don't think anything in your life will be as difficult as what I saw you do there uh, in the gym. All right, Jojo, (laughs) you came out earlier this year. You made big headlines, and now you're making history. I am so happy that this is happening. I'm so happy that I get to dance with another girl. I think this is going to make it normal for other people around the world. Mm. And, you know, I always said, obviously, you can love who you want to love. That's known all around the world, of course, and that's the message that I've been spreading, especially to a younger generation. A uh, really quick headline before we move on to uh, longer longer news. I saw this headline on Hollywood Life and laughed out loud. Uh, Jordan Woods sizzles in tie-dye thong bikini as she says, quote, happiness is a choice. Photos. <laughs> Which really says it all, doesn't it? It does. 
I mean, happiness is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Did you look at the photos? She's like on vacation. She's in her. She's in her. She's like snorkeling in some of them, and it's like she looks happy. She looks like she chose to be happy. I really had to start abstaining from Jordan Woods news because literally a hundred and ten percent about it is about her body. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not as it's not that fun or interesting or anything. And I know what's I know what's to come. You know, I know the. I know the plot line of this. Well, like Jordan Wood says, happiness is a choice. And if headlines about Jordan Woods aren't making you happy, you should ignore them. And so I think you're really following her ideology here. I think she'd be proud of you. You've you've chosen to be happy. Um, I just feel like people feed off of negativity. So if you feed into that one time, somebody's going to say, oh, I can get a response by her if I say something negative. So then I'm just going to keep saying negative things to her because it gets under her skin. I think the thing about me in general, in real life and on social media, I'm very unbothered. You did, however, click on a headline about Sam Asghari. Well, I laughed because, first of all, it, the headline, I don't know how I came to Perez Hilton. Actually, I know how I came to Perez Hilton. It's just like on my RSS. But I laughed at the headline because it makes like, it's it nonsense. Makes no sense. It makes Watch no sense. Watch Britney Spears's boyfriend, Br- Sam Asghari, hilariously compare his own level of fame to the rocks with Hollywood's tour bus. Okay, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, break you put the this in down. here, and I was absolutely baffled. Even upon reading everything, like, you, ha- you had you to, have to you like, had to walk me through what was going on here. <laughs> you have to like we've done this before, but you almost have to like um, sentence diagram this sentence to even mm-hmm. come close to what it means. So of course I click because I'm like, I can't even imagine what this means. When What it means is very simple. It's just this headline was written by like a robot on like 12 espressos. Like it's just not, <laughs> <laughs> is that better? It's just not even like coherent, you know? It's like uh, me after I like drink two coffees before four o'clock. I'm like, you know? It's like Boston Dynamics is like, we trained one of our freaky deaky robots to write headlines for Perez Hilton. And it's like, watch Britney Spears BF Sam Asgari hilariously compare his own level of fame to the rocks with Hollywood tour bus. And we're all like, oh no, it's going to be an apocalypse. The robots are too smart. Oh no. Yeah, it's true. Everyone's like, wow, this headline is actually something that a robot wrote. Like, it's incredible. (laughs) And it's like, read it again. Read it again. You know? Wow, this robot can really dance. Watch it again. Watch it again. (laughs) Okay, so explain what happened here. Okay. Want me to play the audio of the rock one? Because well, when I when you explain it, it's quite simple. Play yeah. so he Sam Asghari posted reposted a clip of the rock on Instagram doing this. All right, this is kind of funny. There's a tour bus here that always tours through my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find the rock? <laughs> How you guys doing? The noises are good enough, but like just to confirm the faces match like when he pulls up next exciting. to the storm tour bus the people are just they explode they're so also, excited to see him it does feel very heartening i'm like what's the opposite of disheartening it feels very heartening, it's heartening. yeah that as a as a tourist you can go to los angeles you can go on one of those buses yeah and you could maybe actually see the rock like i gotta say like that's a little as cheesy as it all is, all right, as like as kind of played out as it all is, mm-hmm. it's still pretty amazing that you could that they could that they say like who knows you know we could run into Spencer Heidi and Spencer we to mention the second time on Clarkson, this podcast getting a coffee. I love that he did this because it's part of the job and it's the right audience. They're gonna love it. They're yeah. You're you're giving you're giving them what they paid for. You know like it's kind of it's very great. sweet. Also, I do feel like it's more likely for a celebrity to do this if they can get it on camera because then for them, it's like a viral cool moment good. as well. The point is, is that Sam Asghari, Britney Spears' boyfriend, who like at the peak of his career played like the Santa Claus on um, Hacks <laughs> like, recently. <laughs> <laughs> right, whatever. Who is like, if you saw Sam Asghari, you would say, that's a handsome man. Like, is he famous? But then you'd look a little longer and you'd say, I don't recognize him, actually. I got to like, say, though, Bobby, in L.A., you wouldn't give him a second. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. He looks look, like an L.A. guy. you wouldn't guy. give him a third. He looks like men in L.A. Like, I, not all men, sure, but a lot of men leaving a gym, walking out of CrossFit. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. The point is, is that he posts this video that The Rock did and then he, like, did it himself. <laughs> so he goes up to the same now? kind of tour bus and says this. And it's like, 
he's not quite landing. Like, I understand the joke he's making, and the joke he's making is a funny joke, but he's not quite sticking the landing. Here it is. We're here in Beverly Hills, and uh, just wanted to show some love to these guys. Do you guys know where I could find... Literally, it's not the same reaction as The Rock got at all. They don't even know who I am. Do you guys know who I am? No. Absolutely not. I mean... He tried. How are they supposed to know who you are? And I would argue that if anybody would know who you are, aside from like me and Bobby, it might be somebody on a tour bus, yeah. like a, who knows about celebrities. Who cares about celebrities? Who knows that Britney Spears is dating this guy? If he let that linger a little bit, someone might say, are you Britney Spears' boyfriend? And like the comments, you 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 paste it in the comments, but like that is true. If he were in the car with Britney Spears, it, well, it, that's it a would have worked, thing. which is clear. First of all, she'd like, be driving because that girl loves to drive now. She she's like beep beep all she's over like, town. She's like Queen Elizabeth. She loves to drive. <laughs> she really is like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> she loves to there drive. There are... I think Britney Spears has more in common with Queen Elizabeth II than she does with, like, any number of people. Like, a lot of people. Right. <laughs> a lot of famous people, I guess. Hey, guys. My name is Sam Ascari. I'm going to be showing you what I eat throughout the day to keep a healthy lifestyle. Okay, so my, my diet starts with uh, eating things that are grown from the ground rather than processed foods. So, for example, carbohydrates I eat are sweet potatoes, potatoes, uh, rice, uh, and so on. Uh, same with protein. Uh, I'm not a vegan, I'm looking into a, a vegan diet and I want to experiment different things, but at the moment, um, just a regular diet is working perfectly for me. Remember we said Farrah Abraham was going to Harvard? She went to the Harvard Extension School because she wanted to get Guess this degree. Guess what? So she hated it. It's Guess very, what? It sucks. The reason I don't, I, I, I want to talk about it because it's funny and there's audio clips because she was stopped by TMZ, obviously, like, seems like she called TMZ and was like, hey, I'll talk to you on this curb at 9.15 a.m. I'll be in my Harvard sweatshirt. And she is. And she's complaining about Harvard in her Harvard sweatshirt. And she's like, she calls them, like, emotionally abusive. She says that the teachers were, you know, she alleges, you know, misconduct on the part of the teachers. But based on what I can tell, her problem is this. She signed up for these classes. A lot of them were done over Zoom, obviously, because it's 2021. And one of them was this creative writing class that she wanted to take. And she even posted the email in her Yelp review of Harvard Extension School. She gave Harvard one star, by the way, in case you were wondering. One star. One. I think you have to star. give one to, like, even post. You can't give zero, right? No, you can't give zero. And okay. so she... Wait, I'm obsessed with this post. So she complains about Harvard, and it's sort of all over the place, and you don't really understand it. But then when you look at the actual email that the professor sent her, I sort of sided... I got kind of team professor on it, because the professor seems to be saying, like, I think you should leave this class because you're going to do badly. Like, you need to take other classes before you take this. You're not really ready for this. And maybe that's not the professor's place. Maybe you should just let the student take it and fail. Well, here's my question. But, if you were in uh, like undergrad Harvard or like, I just feel like Harvard Extension, you, you're It's sort paying of like they paid, do it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, just let them do it. Just let, And also, what's the grade even for? Why are we even grading this? Like, I, not to be whatever. Again, I don't really know how this works, but like. Shouldn't this be like a pass-fail situation? Yeah, maybe she was yeah. going to fail it or so, maybe they have a few more standards than we're, than we're thinking about kind of the higher education extended learning scheme that you kind of see with other, with lots yeah. of colleges where they're like, take this class, you know, take this class, which is great. Like, take a class, but I don't know why it's graded. Like, grading for a class kind of it, it has this implication that you're going to do something with it, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I'm going to get my MBA and then I have it. I have to pass a test or, oh, I'm going to like use this to get this thing or use it. But it's like no one's asking about your grades when you have a job. When you, right. when you no one leave is. the, when you graduate school, no one's like, so how'd you do in like econ, I right? Like maybe you like graduated. if you're in like, if you're in like STEM, if you're in like sciencey things, they want to know things like this, but like. I uh, mean, I'm sure someone will call and say, oh, they do, but whatever. <laughs> Or like a lawyer, so, but... So that's why I wonder what she even enrolled in for the teacher to write back and say, hey, you're going to fail this. Because teachers do, I think some... Haven't you told me it's like you took one class and he was like, why aren't you taking this pass fail? Haven't you told this story to me before? Oh, yeah. No, I was taking... Yeah. I loved... I took a French class <laughs> and I was right. in... I was like a junior in college and yeah. I had taken all of my French requirements. Like I didn't need any more foreign language requirements, but I was like... Right. I'm going to get better at this. And so I took a like a French writing class um, and 
it was for upper class. Like it was for French majors. And I don't know. The my teacher reminded me of Blythe Danner. I remember that. I really liked her. I was soothed Gorgeous. by her. And so I went and there were like, you know, 12 people in this class. I went to a humongous state school. Like every class is huge. This was one of those small ones. It was intimate, like kind of workshoppy class. And within a couple weeks, I got a paperback that literally had some version of see me, perhaps in French. And I <laughs> <laughs> How do you say see me after, I, uh, after class in French? Well, I'm telling you, I had to drop the class. I don't know. No, I, so I. I'm telling you, I have no clue. I, I went up to her afterwards and she was extremely worried for me. And I was like, hey, what's up? And she was like. Hey, Robert, Robert, and uh, you know, just, you know, this, I, I'm not, I'm worried about, you know, how you did on this one course, on this one assignment. And I was like, Robert. yeah, I know, I got to do better. And she's like, um, I just, it's just worrying, you know, as a French major, you need to be doing better at this point. And I was like, wait, I'm not a French major. And she goes, you're not a French major. And I said, no. And she goes, well, then what are you doing in this class? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just like French. And she was like, well, I strongly urge you to either take this pass fail. There was like a deadline to make change it to pass fail. Yeah, she was like, because yeah. if you don't change it to pass fail in the next like week or so, we're it's getting you gonna a tank you're your grade. She was like, "You're yeah. not gonna do well in this class. I can guarantee it." And I was like, "I'm just gonna drop it." And she was like, "Okay, thanks, bye." And I never saw her again. <laughs> and I just dropped. Wait, the class. that's so discouraging. Well, I like if it. It. I understand the reason that I was thinking about it. Reading this email from the professor to Farah Abraham, and like, <laughs> you're right. With me, it was like it really would have affected my GPA. I'm paying sure. for classes. Like it's it's many many months. You know, my time and money are better spent elsewhere. But the, the teacher sent her this email, which Farah shared on her Yelp review. I urge you to drop this course now while it's still easy to make a change in your schedule and instead enroll in a kind of a, a, a lower level class, because she says, which would give you additional practice with reading and writing at a college level. You may elect to stay in this course, and I'll do my best to support you if you do, but it's important for you to know that if it becomes clear that a student's lack of preparation is impeding the progress of the course, that student can be subject to exclusion. At that point, a course change or tuition refund would not be possible. And like she says, please let me know if you have any more questions. She's basically watching I mean, out for Farah's money, and saying, I get it. I know you paid for this, but you took a class that's too hard for you. Why are you taking this class? And she says, you won't be able to get a refund after this particular date. Like, it all reminded me of Blythe Danner, of Francais Blythe Danner telling me, like, sweetie, God, get out of this anything, fucking class. I have to say, if anything, I thought this was a scam before, and now I think it's not a scam. But I mean, the... <laughs> oh, my God. How did I not click this before, Lindsay? I'm fucking fall apart. What? Let me what? tell you something. This what? is not Farrah Abraham's first one-star review on Yelp. <laughs> no, it's not. Are you... You're kidding. Oh my God. How many she got? July she 2020. Made, has she ever made more than a one star review? Uh, she's made a couple. Okay. July, but most of them are one star. July 2020. That's why you can't trust these. European Wax Center, one star. Attaching no. video recording of August and Emily at Burbank location. Total disrespect to a public figure and waste of my entire day. It goes on and on and on and on. And she always includes attachments. The Los Angeles Film School, August 2020, one star. I'm graduating this month. I'm an online student who, after completing Exist Co-Counseling, was then sent a bill by the financial staff and had to escalate up to the vice president of financial aid, Dustin, who has ignored my calls, emailed me with the wrong program of fees after going back and forth for two weeks, the wrong graduation date, and wrong credit hours charges for a school who grades us on financial ledgers, yet they fail to perform for a school who is fraudulent. I actually am in a BFA entertainment business pro- This is, like, impossible to read, Okay. If these were her writing samples, it's no wonder that the professor was like, you're not ready for this. Life, right. life Assistance Health, one star. Okay, this is a psychiatrist office. A law firm in Austin, Texas, one star. Alex blackmails, is unethical, has no morals, and disrespects women. Okay. Then uh, uh, Apple Computer in Manhattan Beach, California, <laughs> one star. Okay. She calls out all of these geniuses by name. Uh, Angela was mean to her, okay? And then you have LAX, one star, <laughs> because the construction wasn't finished. <laughs> CVS, one star. This is great, though. This is from Austin, May 2019. Coded, professionally polished, one star. The worst nail spa. I book an appointment for my child for Manny and Petty. I arrived and they acted unaware. 
then told me to come back at 5 p.m. I checked their app. There was an appointment then available. The front test ladies rolled their eyes, bad attitudes, asked for manager's phone number, wouldn't give it. Then they fit us in because they couldn't argue on availability. My daughter chose a gel nail polish, and the front desk lady won't allow my daughter to do a gel nail polish because she said it takes longer and it dries quicker. I left, and they won't ever have my business. The nail techs were rude and don't know what they're doing. Another failed location in Austin, Texas. Pathetic. And they don't know the basics of how to run a business. Comment from owner of Coded Professionally Polished. Farah, we don't appreciate your review as you've never been a customer at Coded. <laughs> you've never been here. You've never been here? Well, it's just funny because it's very much the like, it's the very much like, I'd remember if I met you version mm-hmm. of this. Where exactly. it's like, Farah, we know if you, we would know if you came here, Farah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm obsessed with this. Like, that's just so funny. And, I, and I'm and i like, honestly, Team Harvard. I've convinced. I'm taking an extension course. I've, I've been swayed by this experience. She did the opposite, you know? She... <laughs> She did the opposite. Systemically, Harvard has mentally and psychologically screwed us all up to think that they're the most prestigious Ivy League. They are not. I could teach a Harvard class. Harsh words indeed. But hey, Ferris certainly has no problem wearing the sweater. And not just any Harvard sweater, the one with the seal under it. Does it turn around and say like extension on the back? Like you need to <laughs> I'm gonna be an alum forever. Yeah. Been there, done You're it. You're an old Harvard alum now. Yeah. Then a hearty congratulations to you, Farah. And I'd like my tuition money back. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She's up to so much. It's honestly exhausting. It's it's so ridiculous. Like the way that I have to trim this segment every week and we and we tr- trim things that she's done that we just simply do not have time to talk about is mind blowing. She did the wired autocorrect which is such a scam. It's so funny how they just it's like not real. They just put in the best ones to get them to talk about the things that they want to talk about, mm-hmm. you know? Where they show a Google result, like when you type in what Rita Ora, and then it fills in and she answers the uh, the questions. What does Rita Ora look like? What? Google images, people. Google images. Okay. I look like this. Instagram handle at Rita Ora. <clears throat> what is Rita Ora known for? What is Rita Ora vocal range? What does Rita Ora look like? What is Rita Ora's Zodiac sign? What is Rita Ora's most popular song? While I do believe that those come up sometimes, when I typed it into an incognito window, I got Rita Ora Tessa Thompson, Rita Ora Net Worth, Rita Ora Age, Rita Ora Taiko Atiti, Rita Ora Ethnicity, Rita Ora Parents, Rita Ora Boyfriend, Rita Ora Taika, and Rita Ora Songs. Mm-hmm. So like, there's no way they're going to be like, okay, Rita Ora, tell us about Rita Ora Tessa Thompson, you they're know? They're mixing and matching. They're finding the ones that they think would be the best prompts, which makes sense from an editorial standpoint, but it's like, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining, you know? Like, <laughs> the most charming part is every time she's shocked by a question and just goes, what? <laughs> over and over again, she's like, what? She has a song on the newly, freshly dropped Diane Warren compilation CD, which is... Her first ever. A lot of them are really good. A couple of a couple of the ones that I listened to were bad, but a lot of them are really good. And I would argue that the Rita Ora one is also... I sent you the Marin Morris one this morning. I loved the Marin Morris one. She's got Ty Dolla Sign. She's got John Legend. She's got Marin. She's got Louise Fonzi. She's got Pentatonix. LMAO. Oh, she that's a bad Rita. one. I did listen to that. She has g and Santana. The best part... As pointed out by Chris Slicer on Twitter, nothing could have prepared me for the moment at the end of the new Rita Ora song where she sexily whispers, Diane Warren. First of all, obsessed with this. Producers getting their names whispered or little tags. We fucking stan. Diane Warren mm-hmm. deserves a whispered Diane Warren. And who better to whisper it than Rita Ora? I will play the clip here, here and you will die. Diane Warren. So I think that actually might be Sophia Reyes's voice. Uh, I'm just not quite convinced. I think it somebody could be. on the song that Rita Ora is on says Diane Warren. Diane Warren. I think it might be Sophia Reyes. 
Diane Warren. It's the Jason Derulo of Diane Warren. Let's just say that. And last but certainly not really, sorry, I'm moving us on because I just this Rita, this Rita segment is going to drag because there's almost too much here. We can't not mention that Rita Ora is performing at the Eiffel Tower, like on the Eiffel Tower. In September 30th. Again. I'm confused at the whole thing. It's like this company called Melrose Media is doing like an exclusive streamed live concert that you can buy tickets to. It's called Iconic People and Iconic, iconic Places. People and Iconic Places. And the first show is Rita Ora performing at the Eiffel Tower. People, it costs iconic 10 places. pounds with with a little bit of a convenience fee on, on <laughs> the website. And I have fee. to say, as I was purchasing it, which I did do, I was like, is this a scam? Because it just felt like so off the beaten path. Will she sing on the Eiffel Tower on one of those levels? Will she sing underneath the Eiffel Tower? I hope she's you, on one of the levels. If she is underneath the Eiffel Tower singing, I'm asking for a refund. That, well, that it is says at. not what I paid for. And I for. feel like you would you would perform in front of it if you want the 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 visual of the Eiffel Tower behind her. But no. like, I want her to be Think on of- it. Rita on the tower shot with a drone floating in the air this gorgeous shot of Rita Ora bang bang and on the middle of the Eiffel Tower with the Eiffel Tower you know how it like spits lights now every mm-hmm. like 20 lights. minutes it spits, yeah, it spits the lights light. it spits the lights <laughs> it's gonna spit the lights to her uh, iconic song big it's set to take place in conjunction with Paris Fashion Week and you can go to the event you can actually watch it for those unable to attend in person, the show will be broadcast live on the new blockchain plat. Oh my God, not I know, this! I know the new blockchain platform El Eluvio Live, sponsored by I Mood know. Drinks and Lancome. I'm sorry, Mood Drinks and Lancome. And also, I've been trying to find other iconic people, iconic places installments, and this there, is the, the only one. one on the book. It's the first one. This is the only one on the book. Performing books. at such a legendary value, venue is such an honor, and to be wearing custom looks from. Fendi, Miu Miu, Lavant, and Alexander Vauthier. That's where the money came from. simply a dream. Exactly. So this is a, first of all, Rita's a, this is a genius. This <laughs> is a multi-level sponsored <laughs> event. But we missed one fact that we can end on on Diane Warren. It's shocking Uh-oh. that she did this and that this is the lead single from uh, the Diane Warren Cave Sessions because Diane Warren used to not like Rita Ora. She publicly had a feud with Rita Ora. That was all Diane Warren's doing. She was like, you know what? Diane I wrote this Warren fucking song. called Rita out. I wrote that song for Beyond the Lights, a really good movie. And Rita didn't even fucking promote it. And she has millions of followers. And she should have given me more than just like one tweet. She went out there and was like, I'm mad at Rita Ora. Obsessed with this. and I think, But I think that's because Rita Ora doesn't hold it against her. She said, I'm forg- I'm." I'll forgive you. I'm so glad that Rita Ora and Diane Warren made up and that she was on Seaside, which I will be playing at least five to seven times in the next five to seven months. So I just appreciate that. That's more than you'll play uh, any songs from the Cinderella movie starring Camila Cabello. Okay, call in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric with the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. We really needed it this week. There was a lot to talk about. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes and extra content. We love you. We love having you over there. Um, and I think that's it. We'll see you later. Oh, buy tickets to our tour. Whoweekly.us. Buy tickets to our tour. We're coming at you this fall and winter. Can't wait to see you in person. And love with it. that, we're done. Bye. Have a good Bye. week. You will say that. Yeah. 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 They want to know.